If you could have one character trait that you wanted that could guarantee you achieve more in life and love the life that you create in the process, what would that be? For me, it's unlimited positive energy. I've talked a few times on this podcast about how I've spent a lot of time trying to harness this mindset and sometimes it's been ups and downs. You know, I've had those moments of unlimited energy where it feels like, and maybe you have too, where it feels like all the stars have aligned, it feels like anything is possible in that moment. I've also had many times of lower energy. And so in today's episode, I wanna discuss what's been working for me and what I think can work for you as you work towards accomplishing your goals, especially as an entrepreneur, if you're starting a business, but this really applies to anything you wanna accomplish in life. So I think one tool to start thinking about how do you find this source of unlimited energy to drive yourself and your life forward so you wake up every day and it's not a matter of how do I get myself to do this stuff, it's more there literally aren't enough hours in the day because there's so much stuff I want to do. One tool to think about this is you know the late Charlie Munger would talk about inversion thinking. He would say always invert. So rather than how do I have high energy, it's how do you avoid having low energy. So if you wanted to guarantee, and he gave a talk like this one time, how do you guarantee misery misery and failure in life? Kind of went through all these things to basically avoid. And so I want to do the same thing here. How could you guarantee that you have low energy in life? Because these are going to be the things that if you just avoid these, you're more than likely going to have the level of energy that you want that will help you accomplish 10 times more. So if you wanted to have low energy, um, maybe at first you would find that you're go down the wrong path. You know, do something that you're terrible at, that you're no good, and you're almost guaranteed to fail at. I forced myself to do a lot of things that I've been terrible at. And, you know, there's a part early on when you're you're learning and you're developing, you're trying to build skills. Like, that's all totally fine. But if you've been beating your head against the wall to try to do something that you're probably just not as good at as other people. Like, for me, one of those things, I think is, um, you know, kind of finance and accounting. Like I'm pretty good, but there are people that are way better and doesn't matter how hard I work, um, for whatever reason, maybe early nurturing, maybe just personal interests, they're going to be better, most likely. I would really have to work hard, but I would just make myself miserable. And so I believe in the growth mindset that you can get better at just about everything, but I also believe that some things are gonna be easier, more natural, and just as valuable And so why not lean into those things? And so if you want to have lower energy, if you constantly keep trying to do stuff that you're either not that good at for whatever reason, you have no interest in, but you feel like you should be good at, that's going to cause low energy. Another big one is moving too slow. And so I find a lot of times when people are just kind of treading water, you know, life is kind of going very slow, they're pursuing very boring goals, like that is almost even the way I'm talking is going to create low energy and no excitement in your life. That, for me, drives me nuts. When I feel like things are moving too slow, I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm focusing on all the wrong things. I feel like I'm kind of having these existential questions that have no answers. And so moving too slow, I believe, is a big source of low energy. However, another one, I think, is moving too fast without taking some time to reflect. You could be so busy climbing the ladder and forget to realize that it's on the wrong wall. And so I believe the counterbalancing force to moving extremely fast, which I think is better if you want to produce results, if you want to be happier, if you want to uh, have more fun in life, uh, especially grow businesses. I think moving fast is a good thing. 
However, I believe you should take some time to reflect. I've started using um, literally appointments in my calendar that from uh, Keith Cunningham's book, I'm looking at over here, Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid, really talks about taking thinking time. And it's basically an hour block. And it feels crazy to do it because it's almost like meditating. You're like, oh my God, you know, meditating for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It's like how many five, 10, 20 minutes throughout the day, do we just completely waste? Searching at something online, having a conversation that could be 10 minutes, instead we make it 40 minutes because we're just kind of messing around. Uh, we waste five, 10, 20 minutes all the time, but then when we sit down to meditate and do nothing for that time period, it feels super long. The same thing with the thinking time approach. You're like, okay, I, I use an hour for all kinds of different things throughout the day, but when I put it in my calendar that, you know, you can do it anywhere you want. I have been going to a coffee shop. I have some noise canceling headphones. I sit down and I literally follow his process. And so I have a prompt, a question that I want to think about. And then I'll literally think about that for 45 minutes. And the last 15 minutes is kind of gathering my thoughts and any action items. Um, but that hour feels very powerful. It's almost like meditative where you're taking this one hour block but it feels like the effect of having five six seven hours and so i believe that's the counterbalancing force to be able to move fast i think the goal is to move as fast as possible but have time to reflect even somebody like warren buffett who you think is like moves like a turtle that guy when he's on top of a business deal he'll literally do a four billion dollar business deal in a weekend he moves faster than anybody but he also takes a lot of time to think and reflect. So I believe that's the way to go. Move as fast as possible, but have some time to reflect. Also, subconscious sabotage. I believe this is a big one for a lot of people in a lot of areas of life. The reason you may have low energy, low enthusiasm is because your subconscious is eating you alive. Uh, this has happened to me in the past. When I'd be doing things and I'd be like, ah, no, that's okay, it's okay. But in the back of my head, I'm like really not living up to my ethical standards. Not doing anything you know, blatantly illegal or anything like that, but it's like if I have high ethical standards and I'm doing something that I feel like kind of you know, not great about, then I'm not going to have high energy. I'm going to wake up every day. I'm going to want to sleep longer, sleep in because I don't want to face those realities, have to do this stuff that I'm not that excited about. So that kind of stuff will eat you alive. If you have high ethical standards, doing stuff that's not up to those standards, even if you can force yourself to do it, even if it's not blatantly wrong or blatantly illegal, it's just not up to your standards, that is also going to cause you problems and sap your energy. Uh, procrastination is another big one. Sometimes I've been guilty of this where I'll work really hard on the thing that's right in front of me. I've literally taken some personality tests that'll tell me that the thing right in front of me is way more exciting than these 12 other projects I've been working on. And sometimes that's good because I can apply a lot of energy, a lot of quick thinking, a lot of results quickly. But if I put off these other things too long that I know I need to do, I've already committed to other people or it's just stuff I need to do personally, that stuff will also start sapping energy and you almost don't even know what's happening. You're like, ah, I just don't really feel like doing a lot of this stuff today. It's probably because you've been putting off this stuff that you know needs to be done, even though it may not be that fun, but stuff just needs to be done. Appointments need to be set. Um, some projects you have to move along a little bit further that are kind of stagnating uh, because you're so focused over here, that's also gonna end up sapping your energy. And so I believe when it comes to this unlimited positive energy, it's 90% mental, 10% physical. So those are all mental things, but there is a physical element to this as well. And so if you're making bad lifestyle choices, if you're not sleeping enough, if you're eating terribly, those kind of things will also end up sapping your energy. And those are more physical, but I believe the energy is literally 90% mental from what I've seen. But you gotta make sure you take that 10% physical as well. So here's how I'm trying to cultivate this unlimited positive energy in my life right now. And I believe it's working 
great. So I've talked about this a lot recently on this show is that my main focus, which I believe has been a huge contributor to the level of motivation and enthusiasm that I have is focus on helping others. Now, this isn't you know purely altruistic because I believe by doing that, I end up getting more in my own life and it gives me more energy and I feel better every single day and I get to reach more people and I get to have a bigger influence, bigger audience, all those kind of benefits that are really for me. But the cool thing is, is that it helps other people too. And so focusing on doing things for other people takes all that ego focus away from myself, which ends up also just draining you. If you're constantly comparing yourself because you're like, oh, I'm not as good as this person, I'm not as important as this person, not as successful, don't have as big of a social media following as this person. If you're constantly making all those comparisons because you're so focused on yourself, it's no wonder you don't wanna get out of bed in the morning. But when you start thinking about, how can I help other people? And then even if you help somebody a little bit, you've achieved your goal, fantastic. And so I believe that focus has made a huge impact for me. Also, assigning, uh, you know, I, I recently, if you go back a few episodes or if you check my YouTube channel, you'll see this in a little playlist. Uh, I did four episodes in a row covering a productivity system that I've been working on that I called with the acronym FAST. Uh, so FAST, uh, the A stands for assign or delegate stuff that you're not great at or that you just don't like to do. If you constantly have to do a bunch of stuff you hate doing and it just drains you and every time it's a chore, of course that's gonna sap your energy. So get rid of that stuff as much as possible. And I just got a comment that I responded to last night uh, on YouTube that somebody was basically saying, hey, thanks for the video, love it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't have any money. And so everyone says, I watch their videos, I say you gotta delegate stuff, but I need a different solution because that's not it. And then I was thinking like, you know, I responded, I was like, look, you got to start where you're at. Uh, you know, when I first started my uh, very early e-commerce business, for the first six months or so, it was just me. I was cranking along, answering all the customer service emails, was literally answering customer service phone calls, building the store, running marketing, adding products, talking with suppliers, doing finances, doing counting, literally everything myself. And then I realized that was not sustainable and I was reaching a cap. And so I basically gave all of the income I was paying myself, which wasn't a lot, it was maybe like three grand a month or something, and hired a guy off of Craigslist that became my first employee to also help me do all this stuff. Basically gave him my entire income and said, hey, here's your compensation. I'm now getting paid zero. Uh, cool thing about that was, is within a few months, we were making even more money and I could pay myself again and kind of went from there. And so you've got to start where you're at. Uh, you know, if you're building a business and you could get somebody else to clean your house for you and that may take you, you know, four hours a week or something, that's probably worth the trade-off. If there's even little things you could start turning over to other people, you've got to find a way to do that. Now, you may have to hustle for six months, but most people spend far too long because they're wasting their time doing all kinds of stuff that doesn't really matter. So I totally get it. You can't have a team, you know, like Gary Vaynerchuk where he has 30 people on his social media team. You may have to do this stuff yourself to start, uh, but eventually, piece by piece by piece, start getting rid of the stuff you can get other people to do. Uh, another tool that I've been using, moving fast with multiple projects simultaneously. Now maybe I'm unique, maybe this will not be everyone's cup of tea, but I prefer to have multiple balls in the air and am executing them all at the same time. Because inevitably there's downtime with these things and I don't wanna just be sitting there with nothing to do. I prefer to have a lot of things going on, it's more exciting for me, but there's a limit there. I have to make sure that I feel like I'm still doing a good job on those things that we're fulfilling on the promises that we've made, but as long as I'm meeting those requirements and we're not burning a bunch of cash or something, then I like to have multiple things going on. So you may not have enough energy because maybe you don't have enough going on. So maybe add some more stuff to your plate. And then if you get too stressed, you can always pull some of that stuff away. And I mentioned also doing some thinking, 
time uh, thinking about what could possibly go wrong. So not just uh, counterbalancing the sort of excessive optimism a lot of us entrepreneurs have that can kind of skew our vision of reality. That excessive optimism is good, but also think about the downside. What could go wrong here? Uh, you don't want to go bankrupt, lose all your money, end up in legal trouble or any of that kind of stuff. Always think about what could go wrong. And I believe that ends up kind of fueling your energy as well. And uh, I also think on a powerful tool that I see this also with a lot of people that ends up sapping their energy is not having a single place and doing this practice maybe once or twice a week where you capture all of your to-dos in one place. Even if you don't do anything with them at that one point, but at least you know all the stuff out of your head that you just feel like it's starting to overwhelm you and making you just not want to do anything and just watch TV all day. If you put all of that stuff in one place, then do that once or twice a week, clears it out of there. You can see it all in front of you. Then you can decide, okay, what's actually most important here and needs to be done now, or maybe not at all. And maybe this stuff isn't that big of a deal, or maybe I need to put some attention here so that I can get back to doing what I really like to do. Uh, that practice, I believe, is essential for anybody, no matter what your job or role or business is. Uh, doing that is super important because I find a lot of people, you tend to procrastinate because you don't have all this stuff in one place. So I think that's an essential practice and I believe it ends to higher energy. So kind of to wrap up the last part, remember I said I believe high positive energy is 90% mental, 10% physical. So a few things that have worked for me, and I believe, and I've talked with a lot of people that more knowledgeable about health than me, a uh, few people, one, uh, Abel James or Abel Bascom, he runs the podcast uh, Fat Burning Man, he's a good friend of mine, uh, he kind of, for me anyways, leads by example, he's like the least preachy health person on the planet, I almost have to pull stuff out of him, but he's such a smart, good guy and uh, has a ton of knowledge about health, and I see what he does. We hang out, we travel, you know, all that kind of stuff. I watch what he does more than, because um, he doesn't really tell me or criticize anything that I'm doing, but I've learned a lot from him. Also, my business partner, Charles Livingston, in our coffee company. And so a few things that have worked for me that I've tried on my own that have um, worked well following people like that. Uh, first, low-carb diet. Now, this doesn't mean eat a bunch of sugar and crap. It means, you know, probably cut out a bunch of the bread, pasta, um, those kind of things, because those tend to, at least for me, and I think other people would back this up, tends to, for whatever reason, uh, cause an energy crash. If you eat like a giant burrito, like I used to with Lover with the world's largest tortilla and a bunch of rice in there for lunch, energy crashes, brain fog after lunch. If I eat like a steak salad or something, vegetables, meat, basically protein, um, that to me sustains my energy. But just watch it for yourself. Um, my wife seems to I could go to a Brazilian steakhouse and eat, you know, three pounds of meat and I feel perfectly fine after, no problem. But for her, not quite the same. So watch it for yourself, but be honest with yourself. If you notice brain fog or energy crash after you eat something, that's not going to be the best for sustaining your energy. For me, avoiding a lot of uh, heavy carb stuff and just focusing on uh, protein, vegetables, fruit, nuts, oils, healthy oils, olive oil, that sort of thing works a lot better for me. And so I get less energy crash, less inflammation, less joint pain, all those sort of good things that keep my energy a lot higher physically. Also going to sleep semi-early. Um, some people just want to watch TV all night. Uh, not going to be conducive to a high energy life. So those two are really the big things for me. Very simple, uh, but pay attention for yourself. Be honest with yourself. Are there certain things you're doing on the physical side that do cause your energy to crash or go down? If so, avoid them if you want unlimited positive energy to capitalize on that 10%, I believe, 
that contributes to the 100% of having this unlimited positive energy. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode, get some good tips. I want this for you because if you can get this level of energy, I believe you can accomplish 10 times more than what you are without it. So if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Drop me a review on iTunes, subscribe to my YouTube, and I'm releasing episodes every single day in what I'm doing to grow our businesses. You'll get e-commerce tips, you'll get general business strategies, and you'll get stuff like this that I believe is as important, if not more important, for you to achieve more success. Stuff that I'm working on, mindset, physical related, to become a more successful, more fulfilled entrepreneur. So thank you for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.